Monte Decadi is a seemingly out-of-place ziggurat-style pyramid on the Mediterranean island of Sardinia, dating to the pre-Nuragic period. There are thousands of prehistoric megalithic monuments on this large Italian island, and many more which have at least some sort of megalithic features. But the Pyramid of Monte Decadi stands out for its uniqueness. There's nothing similar to it in the rest of the central Mediterranean, and most other pre-Nuragic monuments in Sardinia have a purely funerary function, whereas this one does not. Let's explore what's known about this mysterious structure. It's located in northwest Sardinia, three kilometers from the small village of Ottava, seven kilometers from the port town of Porto Taurus, and 14 kilometers from the city of Sassari. It's around 300 meters north of the Ottava River and is about 60 meters above sea level. Monte Dacadi is not the only prehistoric site in the area. There are several Domus de Janus, also known as fairy houses, close by. These subterranean tombs, or necropoli as they are often referred to, also date their earliest use to the Neolithic and are usually carved with beams, pillars and false doors, as if to imitate above-ground houses that are no longer extant. Ponte Secca is one such Domus de Janus. It's one kilometre from Monte Dacadi and is made up of 13 hypogea. One of the most intriguing finds excavated from it was that of a mother goddess made out of limestone. There are multiple horn representations there, something that can also be found at Crucifissu Manu, a necropoly a few kilometres to the northwest made up of 20 tombs. I visited Crucifissu Manu myself and was fascinated by the fact that cart ruts similar to those found in Malta run all over the site. They may or may not be prehistoric, but in places it definitely looks as though the tombs interrupted the ruts rather than the other way round. However, most of the literature refers to them as having been Roman. Horn representations are also found at the Monte Dacadi necropoly close to the ziggurat. This Domus de Janus is made up of eight hypogea. A stylized representation of the mother goddess was also found there in tomb two. Other Neolithic necropoli in the area include Sujayu, Lilioni, Marinaru, Sant'Ambrogio, and Spina Santa. The Dolmen and Menhir of Fradus Morus are south of the Ottava River. These are different to the Dolmen-style altar slab and three Menhirs found in the immediate vicinity of Monte Dacadi, which I will discuss in a moment, but are close enough that they probably had a relationship with the monument when it was in use. Monte Dacadi is a ziggurat shaped platform that probably acted as a large ritual altar for a prehistoric population. The first phase was built by the Otsieri culture towards the end of the Neolithic period, that's from 3200 to 2800 BCE, and consisted of a 24 meter by 27 meter roughly square structure with a 12.5 meter by 7.25 meter temple on top painted in red ochre. This was accessed by a 25 meter long ramp. The second phase was built by the Abialzu Filigosa culture in the Enneolithic, also known as the Chalcolithic or Copper Age. The Abialzu Filigosa culture dates from 2800 to 2500 BCE. The structure was enlarged at that time to 35 meters by 31 meters following a fire and a second platform was added, encasing what was left of the original temple. The ramp was extended to 40 metres. It's thought a new temple-like structure was then built on top, but there are no remains of this. 
The ramp is oriented south southwest, and archaeologists have not found any chambers or tunnels in inside of the Monte Dacadi. The dolmen star structure, also referred to as an altar slab, is located to the right of the ramp. It's thought that it may have been a sacrificial altar or a table for ceremonial meals, which predated the larger platform, but it could also have been built during the first phase. The dolmen has a natural subterranean cavity underneath it and tunnel-shaped holes on its edges that look as though they once held ropes. These are similar to those found in orthostats that flank either side of entrances to different parts of the Maltese temples and were thought to have held ropes which were in turn tied to a barrier or a screen. Another slab was found close by surrounded by animal bones which lends weight to the theory that ritual feasting was taking place there. At around the same time the altar was in use, the Maltese temples also had ritual feasting taking place inside of them. Most of the Maltese temples are several hundred years older though. The menhir is 4.5 metres in height and weighs around 6 tonnes. It was recumbent when it was discovered. Holes were dug out of the bedrock surrounding it in ancient times and these were found during excavations to contain burnt stones and animal bones. So that's further evidence of rituals centred on animal sacrifice. Just as with the dolmen, it's thought that the menhir either predated Monte Dacadi or was built during the first phase. If the men here in Dolmen predate the platform, then they were probably focal points of ritual activity within a hut village. Archaeologists think that there was a village in the area around 4300 BCE made up of oval huts. This was then followed by the Otsieri culture who replaced the village with square huts before going on to erect Monte Dacadi. During the Copper Age, this village was replaced once again with stone and mud brick huts surrounding the altar. There are two other menhirs close by. One of these is made of white limestone and is 2.3 metres high, and the other is made of red sandstone and is 1.9 metres high. They are in a field just over 200 metres to the southeast of the monument. Along with the Fradus Morris menhir, it's possible these three standing stones were erected at the same time for a particular purpose. The astronomical alignments have been looked at, and I'll get into that in a moment. Two spheroidal stones were found in a neighbouring field and moved to the right-hand side of the ramp. One is full of shallow depressions which have been purposefully carved and has a line running through it as if it's split in two. This was also carved on purpose. It's not certain what these stones represented, but it's thought the large one is meant to be an omphalos or centre of the earth, something that was popular in ancient Greece in later times. The, the tooth of a sperm whale dating to the late Neolithic was found at Monte Dacadi. It had incisions in it, which means it was probably being worked to turn it into something. Prehistoric cetacean remains are not so common in the Mediterranean. They are mainly found along the Atlantic coast. The tooth at Monte Dacadi may have been found at a nearby beach or may have been traded from the Iberian Peninsula. Its significance isn't really known and it was the only one that was found. In the remains of the Copper Age house that has been named the Sorcerer's Hut, a bull's horn was found along with a jug of shells. It's thought these represented ritual activity, hence the name that's been given to the hut. A terracotta figurine and shell containing red ochre also point to some sort of ritual. This reminds me of the horn and bowl full of seashells that was discovered underneath the threshold slab to the South Temple at Gigantia in Malta. 
The sorcerer's hut also contained pottery vessels, utensils and millstones, all associated with daily life in an agricultural settlement. Two anthropomorphic stella were also found at Montedacadie. The first one is just a fragment of what must have been a large statue of a female. It's decorated with spirals. The second one also represents a female with an oversized head and two bumps which were probably meant to indicate breasts. In 2009, a study was published in the Mediterranean Archaeology and Archaeometry Journal called Topographical and Astronomical Analysis on the Neolithic Altar of Monte Dacadi in Sardinia. The team of researchers did an archaeoastronomical analysis of Monte Dacadi and the three men here in the surrounding fields. They put forward several ideas. Firstly, that the men here to the south, which I think is the one called the Fradus Moros, although they just call it men here, F in the paper, is meant to indicate due south. Secondly, that the red men here could either be aligned to the extreme southern standstill of Venus or the minor lunar standstill. Thirdly, that the white men here could be aligned with the minor southern standstill of Venus, the helical rising of Sirius or the major lunar standstill. As I'm always saying, I do think astronomical alignments were important to the ancients, and I don't think they were simply for seasonal calendrical reasons. I actually think that we're oversimplifying it by always talking about solstices and equinoxes. I would say it's a lot more complicated than that. Um, also, to some extent, you can find alignments wherever you want if you look hard enough. I mean, there are a lot of stars and the whole subject of astronomy is extremely complex. To find a compelling argument, the evidence needs to be able to withstand a huge amount of scrutiny. But I still think there's something definitely interesting going on in the ancient past to do with astronomy. So to conclude, Monte Dacadi is unusual because of its shape, which is reminiscent of the Mesopotamian ziggurats, and because... It was a ritual site used by the living, unlike the other pre-neurogic megalithic monuments which focused on the dead. However, the finds correspond well with other sites belonging to the Otsieri and Abialzu Filigosa cultures, negating the argument that it was built by an entirely different civilization. Perhaps it was a pilgrimage site visited by people from all over the island, or maybe there are other similar sites, but they have either been destroyed or haven't been found yet. What do you think? Let me know in the comments. Let's keep exploring. If you enjoyed this, please like and subscribe. Follow me on Instagram and Twitter for more content and take a look at my website.